Chris Olave is the wide receiver seven in dynasty leagues right now. Is he a buy or a sell at that price? We're talking all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are locked on dynasty football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we're talking New Orleans Saints. If you're talking Saints, we're talking Chris Olave. He's the wide receiver seven, as I said. Are you buying or selling at that price? (laughs) I love, love, love him. And I didn't when he came out of school, so I own him nowhere, which breaks Uh, my heart to know. We're in lockstep here. Uh, I mean, it was such a good receiver class. It was easy to bump him down a little. But I bumped him two or three spots further than I should have, so I ended up with zero Olave stock. And... I think he's Stefan Diggs. I mean, I think he's mm. that kind of player that is a total package playing in a dome, maybe increased quarterback production, but he is wide receiver seven. I mean, this is not a, a cheap buy. I think I'm still going in because I know the dynasty community is smarter than most, but I don't know that the world quite knows how good he is yet. I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay. When you look at, uh, when you look at the, the six wide receivers ranked ahead of him, you know, it's going to be tough to bump anybody down. I don't think you can make it necessarily a clear uh, or or even a strong argument that Olave belongs ahead of those guys. So it's not, it's not a matter of he's undervalued at wide receiver seven, but I still just think there's so much ceiling there um, both on the field. And when it comes to his value, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell. Those are the guys ahead of him right now in our ADP. I'm I'm buying this guy all day if I get the chance. Matt, I checked out some of the recent trades from DLF, and um, let me me throw a few at you here. There there was one, by the way, that's Chris Olave for Tank Dell and a 2024 first-rounder. So one first-round pick. Not even close. As we always say, you know, we don't know the specifics of these leagues. And uh, a year out, even if you're in the league, you might not know the specifics as far as where those picks will land. But unless unless that's Caleb Williams, you're winning this trade. Or Marvin Uh, Harrison Jr., maybe. uh, Maybe. Yeah, even then. (laughs) Even Um, then, it's close. You get Olave for an extra year. You know, right. Chris Olave and the 210 for the 1.02 this year. That's a single quarterback league by the way uh that's mm. an easy one uh easy one. let's see what else do we have we we had some good ones here chris olave for tony pollard and terry mclaurin what do you think about that one fair i think that's i mean you get two pieces there that are probably about their peak i think i'd rather have the olave side but i could see both sides there yeah, I want Olave there as well. But I, I agree, it's fair. That one's certainly not far off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Olave for Christian McCaffrey. Chris Olave for the 1.07 and the 24 first rounder. That's kind of more in line with yeah. the, the lower level of what it should be. Olave, 112 and 212 
for the 1.04 in a super flex league. I think that's way off. Way off. Uh, you're you're probably getting what are you getting there? You're getting Bryce Young maybe or or CJ? No, probably not Bryce Young. CJ Stroud or or yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you're getting Gibbs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Would be Stroud or Gibbs. That's, yeah. That's, that makes it's no good. Don't like that one. No. Uh, Chris Olave for the guy we talked about quite a bit yesterday, Miles Sanders, plus Christian Kirk and a third rounder. That's oh, an easy close. one. Yuck, Olave. Yuck. Yeah. Go out and buy Chris Olave. Yeah, Maybe, that's what um, I'm hearing. He was he was not the buy on my list, but uh, these these trades that are going down uh, make me think I should be shopping for him to see uh, see how how expensive he is in, in my leagues. I, I'm going to be doing that very soon. I got one for you though. Okay. Chris Olave for Bijan. So I've got, I've got, I believe I have Olave ranked higher than Bijan. Okay. I mean, that's rankings. what we're talking about here, folks. Yeah. I mean, this is... Now, again, based on these trades, I don't think you have to do that deal. I think no. you could, you can ask for more back. Uh, if you're getting, you know, if you're giving Bijan or you're giving the one Oh one, you can ask for more in addition to a lave, but um, that's that's definitely the type of player I would be wanting if I'm moving the 101. Yes, yeah, uh, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, the the player I had listed here as a buy, it's, it's not Chris Olave, although I totally agree with you. Uh, it is uh, it's Taysom Hill, much further down the list. Hmm. He is the tight end 41 right now. And 41 is, is a relevant number for Taysom Hill because over the past uh, three seasons, he's been a tight end one, a top 12 tight end 41% of the time, um, which is an unbelievably high number, you know, outside of, outside of Travis Kelsey, that's going to, that's going to blow away uh, most other, uh, players over that time span. I mean, we're talking about similar type of weekly production uh, as a guy like, um, you know, even like George Kittle, his, his uh, percentage there, actually not quite in that range. Kittle 54% of the time. So uh, not, not a perfect comparison there. Let's see. Uh, let's see about Darren Waller. Waller is a tight end one in, um, Oh, even better, sixty-one percent of the time. So hmm. obviously, a, a, a step below those. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are the the top of the list over the past few years. <laughs> They're not tight end forty-one. Yeah, that I just I just don't get it. Tight end forty-one. I mean, you know, the the age is going against him. Taysom Hill is uh, is almost thirty-three years old, but this guy just keeps you, you know he keeps producing. He keeps being the the thorn in the side of. Alvin Kamara and you know it, it was Drew Brees for years that he uh, he stole those red zone touches from and uh, but he just keeps doing it and um, that 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 team has changed new quarterback mm-hmm. uh, a couple new running backs on that roster Jawan Johnson getting uh, getting re-signed and getting a little bit of hype lately but I think until until we see Taysom Hill fall off I'm just going to keep believing. And again, at tight end 41 prices, uh, why not? He is actually the very last player drafted in our ADP at DLF this month. There are 276 players that uh, earned an ADP this month, 
and he is dead last of that group. He's so Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, wow. Yes. In in uh, at, at those prices, I want Taysom Hill on every single roster I have, especially those best ball rosters, whether it's a best ball dynasty league or one of those underdog drafts that you've been getting into lately, Matt. That's a great case for him, to be honest with you. And we even saw Sean Payton not be there for a year and Hill's still getting carries and doing the gimmicky stuff, you know? So I think right. that's big, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And and I meant to say that actually, that this time last year, there was that concern that Hill would fall off with, with uh, Payton gone. And he didn't. He continued to do this, do the same things. Uh, got the um, the position switch, you know, where he was officially listed as a tight end uh, by the team and by most uh, fantasy sites. It didn't matter. He still. Yeah, yeah. I think he caught. I think he caught nine passes on the year, and he was a uh, he was a tight end one for the season. Wow. And I do like Johnson and Moreau is there, but yep. Hill does different stuff. You know, it's a good call. Yeah. Um, it seems I, like, seems like most of those things are going against him, especially the moves that the saints have made this year. And, and uh, again, he's 33 years old and he's got a, a nasty injury history, but it, it, as long as he's out there, I'm going to assume that he's going to uh, find the end zone. I have one more buy. Olave was kind of my official one. Okay. Rashid, Rashid Shahid, I think is a legit starting NFL receiver. So if I can get oh, okay. him at wide receiver 85, especially yeah. as a compliment to Thomas and Olave, he's never going to be the man, but he's going to get a lot of single you know, coverage. He's going to create big plays. Best ball might be a good format, as you mentioned, mm. you know, with Hill. But I think Shahid's a keeper. And if I can get him for nothing, I'm in. I thought he, I was shocked he was that cheap. Yeah, the Saints really didn't do much to upgrade their wide receiver group mm-hmm. this year. Um, you know, it's 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 another off season of will he, won't he for Michael Thomas. Um, he he's back on the roster. The assumption was he would be cut, but he gets a rework deal, so he'll he will be back. Uh, they drafted At Perry uh, late in the draft. He's fine. But other yeah, other right. than Olave, it's Rashid Shahid, mm-hmm. and as you said, he is the wide receiver eighty five in our ADP. You look at his production as an undrafted rookie this past season. You know, didn't didn't set the world on fire. No uh, no wide receiver one games, but it would have been a surprise, honestly, if he had any. He did pop up with two games as a wide receiver two in that range from thirteen to twenty four, and he had a total of five games with double digit fantasy points. Uh, not too bad, not bad. Right, again, right. as an undrafted free agent and as the wide receiver 85. So I, I like that call for sure. We'll talk about a couple of players to sell uh, right after this. Hey, if you're looking for the delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. Built. Uh, you got to try this. I mean, trust me. If you're like me and you just want looking for healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, Built Bars and Built Puffs are exactly what you're after. Built Bars are healthy and they taste amazing. Uh, they they won't, they taste so good that you won't think that they're good for you. you again, you got to try it. 
the key to me with the taste is the 100% dark chocolate, 100% real dark chocolate. It's not that waxy, plasticky type chocolate you get on bars. It's real nice, dark chocolate. And they have some great flavors. My favorite's peanut butter brownie. My son crushes cookies and cream. Churros are a really interesting one as well. Uh, I don't know exactly how Built does it, but it kind of tastes like a candy bar while maintaining really, really impressive macros. They're only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, but 17 grams of protein. So now we got a different situation here. You don't have to go only to built.com to get your, your built products, but you still can. You can go get your specialty flavor, flavors as always at built.com, but now you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club. So go to your walk into Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff at, at Walmart, or go to Sam's Club. You get a 13 bar box of the hit flavors, brownie batter puff or churro puff. So you can thank me later. Built Bar is good friends here with the Locked On Network and a fantastic product. All right, we are back. We're talking about the New Orleans Saints, and it's time to focus on a couple of players that we want to sell and get off our roster. I think uh, this this is going to be tough, Matt. Um, I had a hard time with this. You look at this team, and and there's a couple of obvious names, and I, that's the route I went. At least I think it's Me probably too. the route the route you went as well. But it's not going to be an easy sell. I'll I'll get started, and this won't be a surprise. Alvin Kamara is the guy I want to sell. We've seen the dip in production. We've seen the massive uh, drop in. Uh, in dynasty value, there's the concern, the off-field concerns, and there's on-field concerns. This team added uh, not only the rookie Kendra Miller in the NFL draft, but they also signed Jamal Williams, who led the NFL in touchdowns a year ago. There's so many reasons to be concerned about Alvin Kamara and his future, uh, both with the with the Saints and and in general. You look at his ADP this time. One year ago, he was uh, a top 25 player in the in, in dynasty leagues. He was a an early third rounder and a top 10 running back. He is now the running back 33 and the 95th overall player, just barely hanging on to that top 100 spot. Of course, you're not getting anything close to what you got a year ago if you're trying to sell, trying to make a trade. But there are trades out there where he's being flipped for a future first rounder. I think wow. that's that's probably pie in the sky. That that Those are few and far between. If you can get an early second rounder, I would do that. If you can get a, a, a young player, whether it's a rookie this year or another prospect that you like, I saw an Alvin Kamara for Elijah Moore deal. Give me Elijah Moore there easily. Hmm. Um, those are the types of trades that you're you're going to have to be making you know, Trey Lance in a super flex league is another is another one I saw. I would certainly rather take a shot on Lance in yes. that format. I just I just want Kamara off my roster at this point. Yeah. Um I was torn between Kamara and Michael Thomas, both of whom are very, very difficult to move right now and really in similar situations. Once great, once elite. Yeah, but I couldn't really come up with a great sell because none of the, neither one of those guys are going to get enough for, you know, they might be sells in October, November past Kamara suspension where they're putting up points or starting 
and then you can dump him. But I went with Thomas. You'll get even less for him than Kamara right now, but at least Mm -hmm. there is a little bit of positive buzz about him. It looks like he's actually going to play. So maybe some people think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm buying in on this guy because I loved him three years ago, but it was like three years ago that he was good. Yeah, the trade finder is pretty ugly when it comes to Michael Thomas, as you might imagine. There, mm-hmm. There's a couple of deals I like here. Uh, Michael Thomas for Trey McBride. We talked about Trey McBride. Wow. Uh, I believe that was last wow. week as, as a, a player we would like to target. I would take Trey McBride at this point over Michael Thomas. So I would do that deal. There's multiple trades here of Michael Thomas for a second rounder. In general, I'm hmm. I'm taking us any second rounder I can get for him, um, and and since we're talking about these two players, I think we have to mention this trade. It's Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas packaged together for Brandon Ayuk, and I would gladly take Brandon Ayuk over that pair for sure. That might be a Saints fan that made that deal. It, hey. <laughs> it might have jerseys of both of them in their house as well we, as uh, Drew Brees and yeah. Ricky we Jackson. all fall victim yeah. to that. From sure. Time to time, right? <laughs> so if you can, those were nice. If you can sell. Yeah. yeah. Those are the better than you thought, right? Yeah. If you can sell Alvin Kamara, sell Michael Thomas. Uh, that's, that's not the, uh, that's probably not the best advice we've ever given on this show, but uh, no, but we had uh, to pick somebody. Get get out while you can. We'll talk about a couple guys that we want to hold that we're hanging on to, and we'll do that next. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Every dayers, check back tomorrow because Kate and Marcus will be back, and they'll be finishing up the NFC South conversation, talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and players you should be buying, selling, and holding as we get closer and closer to the start of the NFL season. Matt, New Orleans Saints is who we're talking about. I should have done this at the top of the show. Let's name every relevant player here. We talked Chris Olave. He's the wide receiver seven in Dynasty Leagues right now. You see the three running backs packed together and it's interesting that Kendra Miller is the most valuable of the three now the rookie is the RB30 Kamara is the RB33 Jamal Williams is the RB42 then your guy Michael Thomas wide receiver 65 Jawan Johnson is the tight end 20 AT Perry rookie wide receiver wide is the wide receiver 76 Derek Carr quarterback 25, Rashid Shahid, as you talked about earlier, he's the wide receiver 85 and Taysom Hill tight end 41 last player on the saints, last player in the entire uh, league right now, based on our DLF ADP. So when you think about a hold, uh, I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way here. Okay, It, it is the guy we already talked about. It's Chris Olave and I said I agreed with you listing him as as a buy. I, I guess the only reason I kind of put him in this hold category was, again, you look at that wide receiver list that we mentioned, and it, and it's hard to see him. It's hard to see him overtaking some of those guys, quite frankly. Um, you know, is he going to? He's not going to jump ahead of Jefferson and Chase. I don't. I don't think. No, no. Um, and, and the the group of young wide receivers. I mean, this. 
man, what a great time to man, to man. love building around wide receivers. We said the names already. A.J. Brown, Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, Olave going deeper than that. You've got St. Brown and T. Higgins. All of those guys are between 22 and 25 years old. So uh, it is it is a fun time to invest in those young wide receivers in dynasty leagues and uh, just watch them uh, grow, score points, gain value on your dynasty roster for years to come. So I, I kind of saw a little bit of a value ceiling when it comes to Chris Olave. Uh, and that's that's why I listed him here. Who is yeah. the player you are holding uh, from the Saints roster? I thought about Jawan Johnson because I'm fond yeah. of him and I'd like to see more. You know, I wish he was rostered on more of my teams. Um, but yeah. I went with Derek Carr. I mean, okay, <laughs> we're talking about obviously Superflex. I think he's a starter. You know, but we're not. This isn't a Superflex conversation for this particular exercise. But if I can get more in return for A.T. Perry than I can Derek Carr, I'm Isn't holding Derek Carr. <laughs> you know yeah, even, I mean? <laughs> right. even in the one quarterback format. Right. I, I mean, if that's what he's could, worth, I'm just holding him. I could live with well, him once see, in a while. Right. It seems like a lot of the narrative around Derek Carr is that he lacks um, he lacks a, a fantasy ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um He's had one 30-point fantasy game in the past three seasons. He's had eight total games above 25 fantasy points in the past three seasons, including zero last year. Uh, he had eight games in that from between 20, uh, 21 and 25 fantasy points last year. So I think that's the concern is that there is this ceiling. But, you know, there's also some consistency. And if you can lock him in for 19 fantasy points, Basically every game, that's that's not such a bad thing as your quarterback too either. Yeah, bye weeks or injuries, you know. I mean, I think he has more value than this. I mean, I think the the, the hate or the stock has just dropped too much. Yeah, and and again in uh, in in those single quarterback leagues, I mean, you're you're just not going to get anything for him. So no. hanging on to him, I think is is a wise move. Here's a. Derek Carr for Tyler Algier trade in a single quarterback league. Um, let's see. We've got uh, now, now in Superflex, you can get a first rounder. There's multiple trades here of Derek mm-hmm. Carr for a first round rookie pick in Superflex league. So just the, uh, the demand, the scarcity of the position, and honestly, the reliability of Carr. Like I said, giving yeah, you 18, 20 fantasy points. That is, that's worth a lot. Uh, but I bet he's a starter a massive... in the next three years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that, I think that's fair. Yeah, um, and as I they continue a... to build these weapons, yeah, I picked them up in a single quarterback league where I had very little. I had like Kyler Murray and a bunch of injured dudes, and I think I gave up three six in my rookie draft for him. Like, oh yeah, in that neighborhood's junk. I don't want any of those guys right now. Uh, that that's probably At Perry territory, possibly. right? Exactly. So, Good point. Uh, that comes that full makes circle. sense. That's going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked on Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked on Dynasty.